Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan for the fans of the Houston Astros. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Sunday Astros, guest hosted by myself, Astros Fans UK, and I'm here with... Hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, I'm Mario. You all know me as Mario Strohs247 on Twitter. Uh, happy to be here again. Thank you. And good morning, or actually good afternoon, George. Good morning. Oh, uh, yeah. Good, good morning to you. And very, yeah, thanks for the, for the good afternoon to me. It's, uh, it's a little bit late to hear. Coming up to 3 p.m. Yeah, big thanks yes. to Rob for inviting us to, to hold the fort in his absence. And uh, I think where, where we'll probably start with is just uh, maybe to give a little pe- people a little introduction on, on who we are. Um, so, uh, Mario, how, how long have you been an Astros fan and, um, and what's, what's your story? Ever since I was in diapers, but, you know, what I can remember about the age of six or seven, straight up going to the Astrodome all the time. Uh, and my father actually introduced me to the Astros. Nice. The, um, it's been a family thing. It was, everybody used to go and then we started going and then... You know, it's like the only team that, you know, um, I mean, I was born in Houston, of course, and uh, mm. uh, I was there until, up until the age of 10, came down to the, to the, to the lower valley of, the, of Texas. Um, but, you know, always my home. I got family up there still. We, uh, besides COVID and everything, we, we, we visit every year and we always go to the games. So can't wait to go back. That's for sure. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Um, slightly different story from my end. As you might imagine, uh, we got into baseball around the age of 14. Uh, it was happened to be broadcast uh, of a feed from ESPN on Sunday and Wednesday nights here in the UK. Uh, I didn't know anything about the sport, was into lots of other sports and thought, this looks interesting, I'd like to get into it. Uh, I didn't want to pick a team that was winning championships every year, so that immediately knocked, knocked the Yankees out, thank goodness. Um, and then I, 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 so I picked a team that looked exciting. Saw the Astros. I was a big, big fan of, um, of Mike Hampton in that late in that '99 season. Uh, so I thought, why not give give it a shot with the Astros? Of course, lo and behold, before the 2000 season started, he uh, was traded to the Mets. So I had a big decision to make: do I follow Mike Hampton to the Mets, or do I stick with the Astros? I decided to stick with the Astros. And 21 years later, here I am. So uh, yeah, it's 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 been a a long and extremely enjoyable ride. Wouldn't change it for the world. I think. Best place to start off with this week is to look back through the last week's games, and uh, it's been a very successful week for the Astros. Um, what, are, what are your thoughts initially before we dive into the actual games? I definitely agree. Um, like this whole week, uh, not just you know with you know what happened with going on around with the Rangers, where we have a chance mm. to actually sweep today. Uh, you know, right now I'm putting, I'm lighting a candle, I'm doing prayers right now. You know, <laughs> you know <laughs> like I always do. You know, but this week has really been a good week. You know, um, and you know, just stemming from you know all the other series that we've that we've had. I mean, it's it's been really a good ride, like so far. Definitely, I think I completely agree with you on uh, sort of setting up the the, the, the prayer mats and etc. for tonight because uh, or today even because yeah, we've had a few series where we've been on the verge of completing a sweep and just not been able to get it done in the in the last game. So it would definitely be nice, especially against the Rangers. I think it would be. It would be particularly satisfying to to put them away for four straight and um, and really get ready for this uh, the the next roads a couple of road series that are coming up 
so we, we, the start of the week, if we're going back to last Sunday, we finished off the series against the Blue Jays. We had uh, a 7-4 win, which won that series after we um, had been pegged back in the second game. And yeah, that, if, if from what I recall, uh, it was a big day for, for Kyle Tucker. He had a, a four RBI game. Um, and we went out to we, we we stretched the lead out to seven seven nothing on his uh, on his home run in the fourth, and then the yeah, and then uh, we had a slightly odd situation where Dusty Baker elected to keep Zach Greenkin when it was quite clear that he had completely sort of lost his well, like I say, lost his lost his command and just generally lost his um, sort of mojo for that for that outing. It was it was, it was almost like a case of screaming at the television. Get him out of there because uh, seven nothing quickly became seven four. Um, what were your thoughts on, on on that game? You know, I when it comes to Dusty Baker's um, decision making, you know, mm-hmm. I I did I let it be known on Twitter that you know I made a few comments. I'm like, this is why Dusty Baker, his managerial career, he's had these situations before in other mm-hmm. jobs where he'll, you know, and I and I get it. You want to stick with the pitcher and everything, but clearly Zach. You know, he didn't. He wasn't having it. And you know what was funny? After they pulled him, like no runs after that came in. You know, like yeah, we gotta start learning how to trust the bullpen a little bit more. Um, and you know, there's been time. You know, the the game in Seattle where he went. You know, the distance. You know, you gotta mm. you gotta have games like that, and then you gotta have games like the one he had on Sunday. You know, and you're 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 not gonna hit every single time. Definitely I think not, that's yeah. what I wanted to tell a lot of people. A lot of people were commenting this and that. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's it's not it's it's Granky. It's not his day, and it, and it's perfectly fine. He's gonna have more great days than he's gonna have this kind of performance. Absolutely. Which I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, he, he, that performance was the 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 last of those three games he had where he didn't get beyond four innings in his start. And I think Zach's one of those guys who you can tell. Quite clearly, when he's not on his game, and I, I, it, it was, it was, yeah, it was almost a, a bit stubborn for, for for Dusty to think that he was going to pitch his way out of that situation when it was clear that he just that that moment had gone. It was it was like it, the the that outing was coming quite quickly to a to an end, uh, and thankfully we managed to to save. Like I said, everyone else came in. We had a, a Bray who came in, uh, Emmanuel came in, Stanek came in with a couple of strikeouts, and then Scrub and Presley uh, sealed the deal. To, to finish it off, and it was yeah, it was it was just it was just odd because we had you know we had the firepower in the in the bullpen on that day to to get it done, and thankfully it didn't it didn't um it didn't cause any problems. I really enjoyed that series by the way against the the Blue Jays with the, all the young hitting talent they've got. I, I I don't know about about your thoughts, but for me it was a a really kind of exciting brand of baseball between the two teams. It was it, the games were fast paced. There was a lot of a lot of you know a lot a lot of big hitting, a lot of a lot of strikeouts, and it, it seemed like there was a a lot of sort of definitive outcomes one way or the other. And I, I really like that. Oh, I agree. Uh, as far as the, the team itself, I like the team, you know, like uh, someone told me, Oh, like, you know, see, look, I'm an asshole diehard and everything, but this is a really good put together team with uh, quite frankly, a lot of the former players, kids on there, Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you know, like Richette and Guerrero and, you know, Biggio, mm. you know, and, you know, and yeah, you got, and got, yeah, brother yeah, got brother as well. Yes. Is, you know, so it's a team put together. When, and then, you know, Hernandez is coming back to get us because I know he used to be with us. And then, mm, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. So it's like, you know, the one that got away, you know, and he goes over there and he, he's, you know, I like this yeah. nucleus that they have. And they made it interesting because unlike a lot of other fan bases, you know, you don't see a lot of, um, 
you know, yeah, you have every everyone every fan here there, some, you know, yeah, say yeah, their, yeah. their business, but mm. ov- the overall aspect of it, you know, it's a team that I respect a lot, and they, yeah, brought, they actually respectful. brought their yeah. game. You know, mm. um, the 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 team is not is not a bad team. You know, they they actually play well. Um, definitely. And, but I mean, I definitely really wanted to beat them, not because you know the only thing that brought me down about the whole thing was just like that Springer that wasn't able to play because he was hurt. Yeah, for sure. You yeah. And I wanted him to go out there, you know, even though he did, got he tipped his cap and the fans and they did video and you know all the great things because he is our for you know he of our course absolute legend team. yeah absolute legend you know so but it would have been cool for him just to go up to the plate you know as as a as a, as a hitter you know and it's a different thing than just tipping your cap before for the sure. game and then going back to sit down and oh you know, yeah I you get that I moment did, to take like a step out yeah spots. definitely Correct. I did like all the camera spots they gave him. Uh, it was very enjoyable, but also a little nostalgic as well. Yeah, I th- it's a shame for him that, I mean, I guess it'll be slightly different when he when he is fit to play the next comes back. It, it won't be the first time back, so it'll be sort of a little bit different from if he just had, has that first appearance and gets the huge ovation with the oh, returning yeah. crowd. Yeah, so it, it, it was a shame for him, but obviously he is definitely going to be a, a huge, huge player for, for them going forward. Just one last point on the Blue Jays. I completely agree. I think that... This is not their time yet, but if they get their pitching sorted in about, I, I, in a, I would say two years, they are going to be an absolute force in the AL East. So um, yeah, I, I agree. if I was if I was a Yankees or a Red Sox fan or even a, a Rays fan, I'd be pretty worried about the, the years coming up because there's a there's a, a juggernaut in waiting. Um, let's move on to the next series, which was against the the Angels, who who rolled into town for the the latest rounds of our matchups against them. And the first game didn't go to plan. We lost five uh, four. And uh, things sort of fell apart in the, in the sixth inning. And um, I just wanted to see what, what your thoughts were on, on, on the start of that series. You know, when it comes to uh, the Angels, uh, you know, I, you know, there's only, you know, I, I want to say I'm worried about all the teams, but, you know, we can definitely beat the, the Angels. I say whenever we play them, the only one that beats us is ourselves. You yeah. know, we put ourselves in a hole. And everything we, you know, uh, but clearly, you know, and then Garcia pitched that day, you know, and mm. he pitched, he pitched not too well, not too badly, you know, he did, have, you know, he had seven strikeouts. I mean, he, you know, he did walk a couple and I know he gave up some runs and everything, but, you know, as far as that is concerned, like, you know, neither, neither one was led to give, you know, I mean, it was only, it was five, four, yeah. you know. But you definitely want to take it. I think uh, I saw a quote on, on, on social media saying, I'd rather lose by 30 than lose by one. That's, I agree, you know. But yeah, you know, uh, the, the one that's going to beat us is like Otani, Trout. You know, I'm not really worried about a lot of the uh, Fletcher, you know, maybe. Uh, Walsh, I mean, Walsh, but, had a, Walsh had a great game on, on that day, I think. We were four, four yes. for four. Um, so it was actually, it was, I mean, the difference between the two teams was, was pretty much Jared Walsh in that Correct. game. But, um, but yeah, run, so. yeah, exactly. So I think... Uh, that was a game which it was probably winnable, but uh, it, it just was one of those ones where sometimes you have a game where one inning just derails the whole piece. And I think that was, I mean, that was quite clearly the case in that we were, we were fine outside of that sixth inning where they, they scored four and it unraveled fairly quickly. But um, outside of that, there was, it was, you know, it's very quiet. So it's, it, oh, yeah. I, the, I think that the main thing was that the team, didn't let that get them get them put them in a bad position mentally they 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 brushed it off they took the licks and then they, they you know they got ready to get back at it the next day um in in that game it was like i said it was the end of garcia's outing and then when Bilak was in as well 
where, where a couple of more runs were, were scored, which, which turned the tide uh, against the Angels in that one. But yes, yeah, so I think the, the main thing to take from, from that was that it, it did, we didn't let it put us down. I think uh, it, it's actually, if anything, might even have fired us up to, to come back in the next game, which was definitely more enjoyable as um, we beat the Angels uh, in, in game two of that series, 5-1 in, in a, a pretty spectacular pitching duel between Lance McCullers and uh, we have to say the incredible Shohei Otani who's, who does oh, pretty much everything under the sun. This guy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what, what an extraordinary talent. Um, you know, I think there's enough being said about him already, but fantastic to see Lance McCullers not just win, but do it, it, it not just go deep in the game, but do it in such a way um, was it eight innings pitched, nine strikeouts, uh, just two walks, uh, gave up one home run, three hit, three hit performance. I mean, it was it was stellar stuff from 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 Lance. It's, it's what I've come to to hope and expect for from from him at home. I think the big question, and I don't know if you agree with me here, but the big question for Lance McCullough is, can he do that consistently on the road as well? Oh, definitely. Um, I agree with that. Uh, he's usually I, I like him at home. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. Uh, the game I did like him in was when he went to, to Tampa Bay, and he pitched very well on that mm. one. So I do like that. But I, I, I agree with you. I want to see more of that on the road. Uh, against the Yankees, same thing. You know, he went over there, did well. But I, I, I want to see this become, you know, because in the playoffs, you know, we're going to be in the road. You mm. know? And he's going to be under, you know, all the fans, the fan bases, and all the screaming and the yelling and the booing. Yeah. You know, I want him to handle that well. You know, um, and he's def- right. yeah, he, he did pitch very well that night. Um, and saying the the home run, you know, that he gave up for Ward, you know, but you know, take that away, you know, he went eight. You know, we got the runs, that, you know, in the in the, in the next inning. You know, yeah, the big moment, the bottom yeah. of that, the bottom of that inning, mm-hmm. and yeah. like that propelled them to be like, all right, we. Um, I was actually thinking, I'm like, you know, we need to get a bunch of runs right now because I want Lance to get the victory. Yeah, and. I I should have bet on a racehorse or something like afterwards. <laughs> all these runs, you know, it was great. You know, yeah. I mean, obviously, Yuli Gurriel with the huge three-run home run to really put that game to oh, bed yeah. uh, in the eighth. It was um, that's what we've come to expect from from Yuli Gurriel this season. Which well, I guess we'll come to him in, in a moment. But yeah, for 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 Lance, he's definitely an extremely talented pitch. He's always been the that's always been the case. My only worry has always been. Emotionally, that he's quite well. I wouldn't say unstable, but it's, I feel like he's the kind of player who can sometimes let things get to him a bit. If something goes wrong, or if there's a, a big hit when he's been pitching well, it's a case of keeping him focused and not letting that destabilize the rest of his outing. And uh, and the more you know, more performances like that will do him a world of good and uh, allow him to really sort of flourish into into that role, which is kind of you know borderline ace. Uh, I think that's that's kind of what we we need to be looking at from him. He, he he's not you know he's not a young pitcher anymore in the sense he's not like a young young pitcher anymore. So he he should be stepping up to to take that that opportunity you know really grasp it and say right this is my team I'm going to lead them to victory tonight. And that's what he did on that night. So uh, you know love to see it. And like I was saying on the on the on the off offense side of things, Yuli with his home run and then Kyle Tucker with a home run as well. Um, two guys who are really pulling the weight now which is which is fantastic to see um i, I i'm loving watching what yuli gurriel is doing i mean what, what are your thoughts on on the start of the season that he's had oh i love it i i told my father i said this is the this is the yuli i want to see you know i know a lot of the people were like oh 2020 he, you know 2019 he had a great you know 
you know, but I want to, I want to mm. see him go to that form. But what he's doing is, is more, is a, is a better expectation of what I actually had. I had him doing like, you know, re, you know, recovering from last year, playing decent, doing well, contributing defensively, offensively, of course. But he's having like an MVP type season. Yeah. Like, like when you have run, you know, I, I now, you know, I see runners on base and then they usually come up. I'm like, these guys are coming in. These guys are coming in, you know. Mm. And yeah, and he's made it well. He's 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 brought him in, you know. A lot of the other, uh, definitely other all the guys, other everybody else is contributing. But I do love what he's doing. It's but not only that, but also in the clubhouse. Yeah, team captain mm-hmm. emerging as a leader, you know, more of a leader. He's a he's a leader. He's he's you know he's got a ring, but more yep. of a leader, and that's gonna prove more, obviously, than what he does statistically. Big, but. I mean, I love what he's doing, and I, I can't wait to see more of it. The good thing about Yuli is that we haven't seen the peak yet. Right now, we're just seeing what he's doing right now. And can you imagine once he hits that peak of this season, he's, yeah. he's definitely going to be in that MVP talk. I, I really hope so. I, I think it's, it's just wonderful to see a guy. I mean, I'm 36, but, and I'd like to imagine I'm a bit younger, but he's, he's not a young ball player, and he, he's absolutely killing it. He is doing... What no one really expected after last year. I mean, yes, okay, it was a weird year last year for everyone with the being shortened seasons, and you can't really take anything at face value. But at the same time, it was a bit worrying that he just looked completely lost at the plate and was almost an automatic out for most parts of, of particularly the latter part of that season. It was alarming to see after the 2019 that he had. But then now you're looking at him, and I've seen people saying, "Oh wow, wouldn't it be great to have had Yuli Gurriel when he was young and in his prime?" And I'm thinking, well, maybe you know what maybe this is his prime he's looking really good out there and i love watching him at the plate he's he's he uses all of his experience uh it, it, some of the angles that he he can um find with his bat to actually get to the get the barrel to the ball and and manage to keep balls in place i've, I've rarely seen a, a hitter who's more adept at pitches off the inside of the plate and managing to somehow turn them like keep them far, keep them fair sorry um it, it's it's extraordinary he's able to to to, to manufacture pure hitting out of um, uh, out of pitches which you just wouldn't expect it from outside the zone, no problem for Yuri Gurriel. This guy is 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 real. This it looks it looks uh, like he's I don't want to jinx it, touch wood, but he looks like for, in terms of this season he's here to stay. And um, I, I you know I'm, I'm all for it. I'm, I've always been a, a big fan of the guy. And he, like you said, he's such a, a huge influence in the in the clubhouse clearly as well. But such a strong bond with players like Bregman and, and everyone else really. And um, keeps that sense of fun in there because the one thing that was absent from last year, so we all know, was was after the scandal was 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 the it looked like the joy had been sucked out of that team, and this year it looks like it's back, which is such a, a huge a huge thing for them. Um, we, we love watching them over the over the last five six years and and see them grow as a, as a unit and what they can deliver for us in terms of just pure entertainment value and it's back. So um, yeah, that was great to see. Um, let's move on to the series finale against the Angels, which uh, turned out to be a proper beatdown. I know that they they had um, rested a few players. I think Trout wasn't playing. Um, uh, there were a couple others who escaped me at the moment of remembering as well. Um, but, I don't um, think that um, that uh, the second baseman played. Yeah, um, hang on. I'm just going to have a little look while we're talking. So yeah, so uh, yeah, in terms of the, the the main lineup, it was pretty much just it was Atani. Uh, Iglesias and Walsh, uh, Rojas, and then everyone else. Yeah, they they were resting a lot of players. But so you know you have to beat what's in front of you, and we delivered in style with a nine-one 
victory to to claim that series two one and I think it was five home runs, which uh, was just a really enjoyable game to to to, to watch and, and enjoy with with this team. I mean, we had home runs from I think Altuve home run, Yuli Gurriel hit another home run. Um, there was Kyle Tucker and and Jordan Alvarez and even um, Chas McCormick as well. So uh, that's correct. Yeah, that was that was uh, a very very enjoyable kind of game to push on and turn a couple of wins into a, into a streak and, and get things rolling. Uh, what, were your, what were your views and thoughts on that game? My thoughts on the game were two things. Mm. One, so excited to see them, you know, you know, like you said, just home run after home run after home run, which does kind of worry me a little bit because we home run a whole lot in one game and the next game we mm. score two runs, you know, like, I'm like, hey guys, save some for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah, like, come on, guys, let's not blow it all in, in one game, you know. But the one thing that uh, I do love, not just that, um, which actually is two things. One, which I love this, but one second, the what happened to uh, Urquidy. Uh, yeah. Where he left the game. Uh, Worrying moment, yeah. All of us, like, gasp in my family. I'm not going to lie. We mm-hmm. all went like, oh, man. Like, at first, I thought he... he you, I'm not sure what you saw, but what I saw was just a regular pitch. Yeah, it was definitely nothing, it was nothing like, out of the okay. order. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the, they're coming to the mound. And then Carlos Correa is talking to him about, like, trying to get him to, like, hey, man, I, I think you should leave the game. And that's when I started thinking, hey, there's something really wrong with this, with, with this situation. Yeah, alarming you know? when you see that. I mean, it's, it's always a bit of a shock as a fan because not, we don't necessarily see nec- or what. A catcher will see in terms of the, the mechanics of, uh, the, of a pitcher. And, and from us, yeah, for us, it, it looked like absolutely everything was normal as, as could be. And he started off that ball game so well, four strikeouts in those three, 3.2 innings that he'd uh, thrown. And he was looking, you know, he was looking, maybe not million dollars, but he was looking great. He was looking like he was cruising. Uh, I, I really thought he was going to go on and actually have a, a big, big night. But then for him to come out so suddenly, yeah, very worrying and I, I guess the, the initial signals in the next in, in the last few days have been positive obviously seen him in the dugout yes. which is great to see because obviously if he, if he wasn't right he wouldn't be in that dugout um so yeah I think hopefully the precaution has paid off because Jose Akini is a very very big part of this rotation uh, and I love watching him pitch ever since he made that uh, emergence out of, well not out of nowhere but it's in, in terms of the major league side of things out fairly out of nowhere for in that 2019 season pitching it you know in the world series and and i think got the win yes. in, that, in that game as well so it's uh it, it's yeah it's uh, we, we're still obviously waiting for framber to come back but in, in in the time until then we can definitely do without any other starters dropping out because i feel like our rotation is is fairly set at the moment uh, in terms of starters and we don't have a massive amount of depth there in terms of trying to get length out of these guys. It's been it's been a little bit of a of a not teething process this season, but getting players used to the a full length season. Some players who've never played a full length season, obviously, um, if you're looking at guys like Christian Javier and and, and others, uh, it's trying to get them to be able to to get through that sort of five inning barrier to to where they can pitch a quality start and and go deep into ball games. And and we, we feel like we're getting there. So yeah, to have Akidi back as soon as possible is is definitely a, a big big thing the um yeah Bilak did admirably in that game I think uh, it was it was three just over three innings that he, he threw in relief there and uh, obviously managed to keep things as, as tight as could be it was just one run he, I think he gave up um and then Correct. Scrub and Smith came in when the game was was well was was completely pretty much dead and buried uh right at the end 
But yeah, so a good series win against the Angels, and that set us up nicely to move on to the current series, four games against the Rangers, which started off with, well, I think it was rather an unusual game, to say the least, the uh, 4-3 win in 11 innings in game one, which um, was characterised by just a lack of any <laughs> offence, really, uh, that made the, 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 the didn't really, just didn't click. Um if, if if you see, see what I mean, it's just like that that game. It, it felt like it wasn't going to happen, uh, especially with runners in scoring position. It's just that we had the one the one hit from Altuve, which scored the three runs in the um, in the second inning, second which pro- yeah, which which probably should have been fielded as a as a ground ball anyway. Uh, it bounced <laughs> over the bounced over the the, the, the fielder's glove, um, and yeah, after that it was just just nothing was nothing was going and. I mean, I don't know about you, but I absolutely despise the second, uh, the extra innings artificial runner on second wall. I think it's terrible. I really don't like it. Uh, I'm not sure if you agree, agree on that. Or, you know, I was hoping that after last season, when this season started, they would just do away with it. Mm. Um, so when I first started seeing it the, the early in the season, I'm just like, wait a minute, wait a minute, are we still doing this already? Because yeah. I figured the man on second was just like a like a 60-game COVID thing, you mm. know, just to make it a little, make the game faster, where, you know, double headers rolling seven innings, things like that, you know. So when I started seeing that we're doing it still, and I'm just like, we can stop now. Yeah. I, I love when we win. Like, don't get me wrong. Mm. And winning like that, it's a victory. But we're we're not really testing the true part of the game. Absolutely. All of a sudden... I'm like, what, why don't you just put the guy on third, and then <laughs> it's yeah. And then, I mean, we could do we could do this all night, you know, like yeah. I mean, I think the thing which which I really don't like about it, and I can't remember. I think it was that game. Um, I just gonna, yeah, I think it was that game. Uh, Abreu came in for one of the extra innings, and he there was a, the very first pitch was a was a, a wild pitch in the dirt, and immediately the guy's in third, and you're thinking, well, I mean, like I said, that's not baseball. That's that's nope. that's just that's just Mickey Mouse nonsense and it, it, it was I don't like watching it I don't even like and like I said I don't even like winning like that really to be honest because it just doesn't feel legit it just feels like uh, they, they couldn't they couldn't work out a way to finish the game so we're just going to chuck something random random and see what happens I mean obviously I'm glad we did win but it, it's not one you know I don't look back I'm not going to look back on that at the end of the season and think hey that was great so um yeah I mean in terms of the end of that game great heads up base running from third by Miles Straw to, to rock it into oh, home yeah. and and and, and, and and finish that one, but um, yeah, it's very strange. I mean, we left. I think I, was, I mentioned about the sort of offensive vacuum in that game. I meant specifically with runners in scoring position. We were two for eighteen, leaving fourteen men on base. So it was a, uh, yeah, that's the kind of thing which you sort of think, guys, let's let's try not to do that again. It was um, it's uh, it, it was uh, the sort of night where yeah, glad to get the win in the books, um, but not not really much else to, to write home about there other than um, Christian Javier managing to recover from. Uh, what was a, a, a tricky start to say the least in the first Correct. couple of innings, but then he uh, really did settle down and managed to get seven innings, uh, get, get through seven innings, which in the grand scheme of things in that ball game was huge. Oh, definitely. Um, that's what I, I was actually going to mention that as well. When, when you said Javier, I said, yeah, because his last previous starts were not up to par after the fantastic yeah. start that he's mm-hmm. had. So when he started, like, so you know, when he gave the, you know, he gave up the, the home run right off the bat, you know. Uh, and I'm thinking, oh man, like 
come on, Javier, I already, I built you up. Let's do this. <laughs> so when I, you know, later on, I'm like, you know what? The, the more he goes, the more comfortable he's going to feel. And he, you know, he's going to get a little rhythm. And hmm. it's, it, it was like that because that's exactly what happened. But, you know, no, nothing, no pitching performance can outpitch a 14 left on base. You know? No, absolutely. They got to find yeah. a way to start, you know, getting the runs in and, Give it granted or not, the the, the rule that, that they have right now, it, it is there. So we have to deal with it. And mm-hmm. we will win that way and we will lose that way. You know, but yeah. I when you when you leave 14 on, you know, those those are runs. You know? It's like it's like 14 runs. Absolutely. Each and, every one of the, each and every one of the players on our lineup can bring those players in. So when we don't uh, I think there was a situation earlier uh, in that game where we, I think it was like first and third, nobody out. <laughs> mm. you know? Yeah, I mean, to yeah, when failing to score in an inning like that, it always sort of sets off the alarm bells. You think that's a huge missed opportunity, massive boost for anyone you're playing against if you can't get that runner home uh, from, from that type of position. Normally, more often than not, you end up ruining that and paying the price. But thankfully, on the night, we, we didn't. And managed to get um, that win in, in the bag with some nice bullpen performances from um, Stanek with a couple of strikeouts. Uh, Ryan Presley was in there as well. Also, Abreu was in there. With, with got managed to get that huge double play to uh, to keep things as they were in extras. Um, we moved on then to game two, which uh, was not quite so uh, fraught. It was uh, <laughs> a 10-4 win. And um, yeah, this is really, this was the Astros doing the business from the bottom of the lineup. And... Um, yeah, so it's, uh, I think it's just I love to see those guys get the hits because whilst it's nice for the, the headline performers to, to 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 do what they need to do uh, on on a regular basis, if we can get production from that bottom half part of the lineup, well, watch out. Oh, definitely. And what I really loved was the bounce back game that Zach Greinke had. Mm. You know, he you know what happened on Sunday. You know, and then you know he goes seven. Strikes out five. Yeah, we mean we had the, you know, the, he loved the three runs. You know, what I mean, it, yeah. you know, but what a what a way to bounce back. You know, he mm. comes back, you, you know, and he has uh, like such a better performance. You know, like it's so much more comfortable when you have that huge lead. But it's not just the lead, but it's if you can hold this lead. You know, you can yeah. score 10, 20 runs, but can you hold this lead? And giving a pitch like that that much latitude. Allows him to be more more comfortable than you know when he's pitching from behind or he's pitching a one on one game. You know he, you know what? Absolutely, I can throw this pitch. And you know if something happens, I got eight guys to back me up. And I like this performance that he had. It was definitely a good bounce back. And then you know, you know Emmanuel came in. Yeah, he gave up the home run. You know, but you know he still got that inning out. Uh, thankfully, we had the. Um, the run support to back it up. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Then, you know, Smith comes in, and whenever Smith comes in, I get a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, me too. Um, when I saw him warming up, and I was just like, wait, 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 like, you know, I'm not really, I'm really on the phone with you or anything, but can we talk about this? You know. Uh, but then he goes in there and pitches score his inning, and then like, I had a friend of mine like text me back and say like, what do you think about that? I'm like, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, give give Smith his credit. I mean, obviously, he, like I said, it, it was the same situation for him as it was for Grinky in the sense that he had a huge lead to work with, so that there wasn't really any pressure on to, to to get the job done. But still, you know, the job had to be done, and he did it, which is which is good. But I think this, yeah, the story of the ball game, the two two stories for that: ten runs and ten hits, and Zach Grinky 
like I said, rebounding. The, the, the thing with Grinky is obviously at his age, you, whenever he has a, a bad performance or two, you start to worry, is that part of the time catching up with him and, and then we're going to have big problems. But no, he, uh, he, he still has that incredible ability to, to sort of erase any doubts that might be in his mind. I think maybe it, it's a testament to the type of character that, that he is, that he's able to do that. He has obviously got a very particular sort of mental approach to things, um, to, to put it like that. And, and I think that it serves him well when it comes to setbacks, because I don't think he take, I don't, from, from, the, from, an, from an outside point of view, I don't think Zach Grinke takes these setbacks to heart the way that someone, well, for example, like Lance McCullers might, t- might take it differently. If, he's, if Lance has right. three performances where he has only goes four innings, I think he's going to start thinking about it. Whereas Zach Grinke just gets on with it and, and, and uh, he, he didn't look troubled. He just, just thought, right, I have to, I have to have to get back on the horse, and that's exactly what he did with a with a, a fantastic performance overall over over the seven innings, which is exactly what we needed on the night. Um, yeah, I mean, I think in terms of in terms of the offense, like I was saying, to see Machete get a, a home run was, was obviously always a, a fun thing to see, and 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 see him producing after what was a really rough start to the season for him uh, at the at the plate in terms of hitting. Um, it, it's good to see him and Straw manage to. to Combine and and extend innings in in, in the way that they that he was they were able to particularly on that night um, and if, if that if that type of thing happens on on more occasions then yeah like I say we, it, will, it will serve us in such good stead because we can't have this vacuum at the end of the lineup where we've got automatic outs it's just 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 not a good not a good look doesn't serve well in good games because if if you if you main guys don't fire then you, you're pretty much up against it but yeah it was good good to see. Um, I, I'm worried that we're running on a, a little bit long, but the um, for, for this section of the show. But yeah, that moves on to yesterday's game, which uh, we won six five against against the Rangers. And I, th- I don't know about you, but uh, with with not too long left in that game, I certainly didn't think it was going to be six <laughs> five from from what was it six uh, one. Same here. Um, when okay, so to go on to go on that, what you mentioned. Would would you have kept Rayu in? I, I I probably would have given him another one, but that's me. Yeah, it's um, tough, isn't it? I mean, three inning a three inning relief appearance for Abreu. You're going to be knocking him out for well, uh, at least at least probably maybe two three days. I, I, right. I, I feel like yeah, I feel like they the Dusty slash Brentstrom very reluctant to, to to do that. Yeah, in terms of the, the game situation for me, it was more a case of it was it was clear that Stanek didn't have his command. After Correct. maybe the first, you know, the, the, the after well, very very soon after he entered the game, and I, I, I always it always puzzles me why certain times you get managers who will almost just stubbornly keep a guy in there thinking no he'll find his he'll find his his command he'll he'll get his control back. It was obviously wasn't there. And that's, that's not that's not a dig at Ryan Stanek because he's been really good for us this season so far, and everyone's allowed Agreed. to have an off everyone's allowed to have an off day. But not to the point where you start jeopardizing the the result potentially, because at the mo- at one moment it looked like things might go seriously wrong, and um, thankfully that didn't happen. But um, that was not a six five ball game, and it, it, for it to end up the way was was just very curious. Um, I did having having spoken about um, about Stanek, I did love the way that uh, Pressy just. I mean, I've credited credited like as well, by the way, but but in particular, I loved in the way that the way that in the ninth, just Ryan Pressy just. Close the door. No dramas. Nothing. Bam. On. Done. That I thought that was a, uh, that was really, really what I like to see from from him as a closer because I've been, well, not wouldn't say vocal, but I've been reasonably vocal on on, on Twitter, 
saying that I love Ryan Presley as a pitcher, but I don't necessarily see him as a closer. And seeing more performances like that would definitely uh, shut me up. So, um, yeah, I, I was very happy to see that. And, and you know what? I get I get where you're coming from when it comes to Presley. Because mm. if... And I know you know this. When he, when he first got to us, the best part of Ryan Presley was not as a closer role, but as a relief. Yeah, absolutely. That's when what I love to see. thirty something. I couldn't. I think it's forty. I think it's forty. I think it was. It was. It's forty. Forty one. It's, it's the record for um Innings. for scoreless um appearances, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yes. incredible appearances. Yeah, and I was, and he, and I believe you, you, you have that kind of situation because with the with the mechanics that he has and the gifts that he has, and not to be in a closer role, you're not thinking as a closer thing as a relief. I just need to get. I just need to get myself to the closer, and that puts you into a lot of success. Mm. So now that he's his role has changed, you know he'll have his games where it won't be as lovely, and it won't be as consistent. You know, and yeah, you know, like there's been a few times where the game's been blown, maybe not because of him entirely, but the runners were on when he came in and the runs came in. You know, but yeah. I agree with you on the on the fact with when it comes to the static part of this of this discussion, especially with a guy like Joey Gallo coming to the plate. Yeah, don't you just want to say, you know what, we we need to give Gallo something different. He's watching us. He's watching Stanek right now. Are we gonna put Stan? Are we gonna put him with Stanek again, or are we gonna give him somebody else? Because Joey Gallo is seeing Stanek have his little struggles here. Yeah, definitely. And I think and with he, one swing of the bat, you know, especially a power hitter like Gallo, you know. Yeah, mistake is punished. Do you want to give him the chance? You know, do we want to give him this chance? It's just yeah, it comes down to in, intelligent matchmaking in terms of who's 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 pitching and who's hitting. I mean, I, I think it wasn't so intelligent the way that was 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 dealt with, unfortunately. And um, it, it wasn't the best pitch from from Stanek, for, for to, to be honest, uh, which which gave up that. That shot, which which made a, a, a very close game, and uh, I think they were saying on the commentary that it was the first time that Joey Gallows had a, a two strike hit. Um, well, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but it was it was for a long time. And he's a kind of pitch, he's kind of hitter who, when you got you know when you've got a pitcher's count against him, you got him on two strikes, you should be able to manage him. And yeah, it was it was it was just one of those mistake pitches, which I'm sure Stanley would love to have had back, but you know it's. It's done. And on the other side of the coin, it was great to, switching to the hitting. It was great to see uh, Correa uh, get that bat to, to, to light up a bit because it's, it's, it's been a bit of a struggle uh, in, in recent weeks with, with, with Correa. More than I expected. I thought I really sort of went into the year thinking that after the contract discussions, uh, with it being a contract year, uh, that he would explode and have a monster of a year. He still may, but I think uh, it's, it's important that we, we see that home run from him last night. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, I said it. I said it. I said it uh, when the season started um, to friends and family. I said, I hope that this contract situation doesn't have the kind of effect on Korea that that doesn't get him like mm-hmm. a deal. You know. Yeah. Um, I want him to play well. Of course, he's a throw. You know, I want him to yeah. not only play well but MVP like to play well. But you know. It's kind of it's been kind of inconsistent this season for for Carlos. He, yeah. He'll have some uh, like he'll have a week where he's unstoppable. He'll have a week where he'll go one for sixteen in the in, a, in the series. Yeah, very streaky, very streaky. You this know, year. and then he'll come back and he'll play like he you know he was on base three times and then you know and the two run home run 
This mm. is like, okay, so today, what are we going to see? <laughs> no, for, for sure. Know, what can we get from Carlos consistently? You know, and of course, I'll go with your, I'll use your words. Not young anymore. Not, not, not a young dog. I yeah. get it. You know, but pound for pound, still one of the best short stops in the league. Oh, he yeah. Still play at a high level. Oh, man. He's, he's, still, he's, yeah, know, his defense, he's elite. man. He's elite, yeah. you know. He's, he's, his glove yeah. is... His I, don't want, I don't want his glove to be the, the, the star of the show. I want him no. to be an all-around great shortstop. Yeah, because he's got all the tools in the world to, to do. He, to, you know, the sky is the limit with Carlos Correa. If, if, if he's on it, he's one of the best players in the, in, in the entire game. One of the best I players agree. there is. And I, and I will, I'll argue that to the death of anybody because he is an absolute monster. It's just a case of if he's in that sort of zone. And if he is, it will serve us really, really well. Hopefully he can find that. Consistently going forward, and obviously the other player who did very, very well was uh, Carl Tucker with a home run of his own, two-run shot. And, uh, yeah, he, it, I, I'll come to him in a minute because I think in when we're talking about our players of the week, he may well feature in that. Um, but, yes, he's, he's, it's great to see Carl Tucker getting that. Um, well, I wouldn't say luck because, obviously, the, the, the sort of BABIP, if you say gods, uh, were not smiling on him the, the previous weeks, but he's, he's now finding the gaps and he's now getting that, um, that type of... The, the output from him that we, that we that we want and we were expecting after last year. Oh, definitely. I like the fact that his, he's trying to change things with his swing. Mm. That's really going to help him. Uh, I had a few friends on Twitter comment on the swing itself, and the more I started to see those comments, the more I started to see the 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 swing. And I think he, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I think maybe he's taking a peek at it because he has changed his little mechanics a little bit, and yeah. it has helped him out greatly, especially the last week. Especially in the last week, definitely. I think he's he's always had that somewhat unusual um, swing, which which uh, yeah would, would obviously get found out when you the longer you spend at the major league level. Pitchers know your weaknesses and they target them, and you have to be able to adapt and and uh, adapt to their adapting. And that's that's what I think we're seeing from him now, and it's it's a big big plus point. Um, with yeah, as as just in terms of wrapping up uh, the week, obviously yeah, like we said today. We've got the we're going for the four game sweep against the Rangers. Really hope we can get it done. Um, Lance McCullers on the mound, um, and yeah, I, I, I'm not normally someone who makes predictions, but I am going to make one here. I think we will get that four game sweep done, and I expect to see um, Lance on top of his game once again. You, you concur with that? Oh yeah, of course. You know, um, Lance pitching very well, and he's pitching at home. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. So I mean, yes, yeah, so perfect. I, I, yeah, the, the the recipe is there to uh, for 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 a good ball game. Fingers crossed, it happens. We will move on now to have a little quick look at the poll which um, was put out this week. And the question was, which AL West foe do you hate losing to the most? With uh, obviously the options being all the other four teams. Um, so I, th- I think it's not a surprise. The 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 overwhelming winner was the uh, w- winner uh, was with the Rangers. There, um, would you would you agree with that? Oh yeah, I yeah. Mean, just so given the fact that it's Texas, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's there's only one Texas team that I could say, mm. you know. To be honest, I didn't really dislike it as much as uh, as a lot of others. But mm. then 2017, you know what happened? Yeah, Hurricane Harvey. Yeah, they didn't let us use our their stadium. <laughs> yeah, I know that. that yeah, I, and I, think I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So Tampa Bay is gonna let us use their stadium. Mm. But the Rangers were in so, Florida, yeah. and I think at that point I kind of just, I just lost it a little bit. I'd be like, you mm. know, they might have they might have been some vulgarity in there a little bit, 
And I said, you know what? There's only one Texas team. That team doesn't even exist. So when we play them, I, I don't just want to, I don't want to beat them. I want, I want to destroy them. Good man. I, I, I like that. I think that's, that's definitely the right attitude to take. Uh, no surprises seeing the Mariners in last position in that. I mean, there's, there's, there's no rivalry whatsoever with, with the Mariners. I don't, I don't, I don't even dislike them. There's just another, just another, another team. I mean, I think it's, it's hard in, in terms of looking for rivals for us because with us switching to the AL uh, before the 2013 season, it, it, um, it changed things. Uh, the, the dynamic for me uh, when I was the first sort of decade or so of being a fan was that Astros versus Cardinals, Astros versus Cubs, you know, the, that NL Central rivalry. And when yes. that was kind of surgically removed, uh, I, I don't feel that same connection with these teams. It's good that we've had um, some some kind of run-ins uh, with, the, with the A's in the last two, three years. And I think that's, that's, that's potentially a rivalry. I mean, that was second in the poll with, uh, I think, 30% or 32% of the votes. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really hate the A's. I mean, I find them a bit annoying, but I don't really hate them. I'm in the same boat. As far as the A's, it's more of the, you know, Mike Fires pitches for you guys. Yeah. Mm. It's and of course when we went over there to to play them, you know, they I think they cheered us when they hit uh, when they beat yeah. Diaz yeah. and yeah, I mean, that's and then they were, yeah. uh, you know, we expect that from the Yankees, like what happened in New York with the, with the inflatable trash cans and everything like that. Yeah. But in Oakland, you know. It's just it, Mike Fires and a couple of you know fans in there that were not as pleasant. That's about yeah, it. <laughs> it's strange, isn't it? When I just to briefly go off on on, on a slight tangent, I, I am so confused as to when I see these clubs who had absolutely no connection to the Astros in 2017, their fans acting like they were personally affronted oh, yeah. by what happened. It's really strange to me. If you told me that the Rays or the Tigers or anyone in another league had had done what what, we, what our players did. Yes, it was wrong. Yes, it was it was a form of cheating. It was I mean, obviously we I think that the conventional um viewpoint from all of us Astros fans is that it wasn't unique if you look through the history of illegal science stealing. There are many, many teams that have done it. Just the fact that it was done with a trash can and it was caught on film is just the only that's the only reason why um why we have faced the backlash that we have and then we happen to win a championship in the same season, uh, which if you look at the studies, uh, would would tell you that the, the that the actual cheating scheme didn't do anything to actually assist us really. Then the net the aggregate effect of, of when we got it wrong negated the times when we got got the signals right. So uh, enough talk about that. But I don't understand why these other fan bases are, are are offended because if it was happening with another team, I personally wouldn't really care less. I really wouldn't care if you if you told me that the the, the Rays had done it. I'd be like ah stupid that they cheated. Whatever, move on. Uh, I just find it very strange. So yeah, I, I agree with what you said about the A's fans kind of taking it upon themselves to be these moral arbiters. It's very strange um, to see that, particularly when you've got Mike Fires there. And, 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 and the fact that Mike Fires, not to you know darken it too much, but he, this guy, why not just be honest and say he doesn't want to pitch against the Astros? I, don't, I think no one, would, no one would, would, would kind of go further with it if he just came out and said, look, you know, I'm not comfortable pitching against them after what happened. Everyone would be like, okay, you're a bit of a coward, but cool, move on. Instead of saying like, ah, I've got an injury this week. Um, I happen to be playing. We happen to be playing the Astros. It just—it's just nonsense, man. And, and then we've got—you know—we've got, you know, we've got an, a series against them coming up this week. Guess what? Mike Fires is on the is on the IL again. So it's um, yeah, very very strange. And I think that I, if 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 that is fueling people hating losing to the A's, then yeah, I, I do support that. Um, but yeah, not that's 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 I think like I said, the Rangers being the runaway winners in that poll. Definitely understandable. Let's move on quickly to uh, pitcher and position player of the week. If, if you don't mind, I'll go first with position player. 
Um, okay. And then uh, my thoughts are there has to be Kyle Tucker. He's a uh, He's coming into he's really coming into some hot form here. I think in the last week he's got twelve hits, um, eleven runs, four home runs, eleven RBI. Uh, he's, he's walked four times, only struck out three times. Uh, yeah, this is this is a man who is looking like he's starting to hit that real form. I don't know if you agree. Agreed. Um, Tucker is hitting very well. In the last week, he's just. I believe there was a there was a post about that, about like. Him and Richard Hidalgo are like the only players that do what he, they've done in a week, mm. and and I and I was like, wow, like because he's really turned it up. He, he not only does he have like double digit hits and everything, but I mean, it's like you said, he's 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 finding his home run stride. He's looking like a little bit like twenty twenty Kyle Tucker, where the balls are just getting out of the park, you know. And that's what I want to see, definitely. Um, you know, my 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 backup one would probably be uh, Yuli also. Also yep. hitting the ball, he hasn't played. He hasn't, I think he's played in one less game because of mm, yes, yep, yep. they use somebody else. Um, but also hitting very well, you know, probably second in the, in the week with, with statistically, you know, and also, you know, the way he's been performing lately has been has been awesome. So, yeah. but I do like the Tucker pick. The Tucker I, pick is basically is, is pretty much, you know, what I got as well. Cool. Yeah, Tucker definitely. Carl Tucker for um, player hitter or position player of the week. I think also honorable mentions go to Jordan Alvarez with his eleven hits uh, and Altuve with. I, I want to make sure I'm getting this right. I think it's either a, I think it's a ten game hitting streak or a nine or ten game hitting streak. Which is um, either nine or ten. I, yeah, to be and honest. and as we all know, when Altuve hits that hot form, everybody watch out because this is one of the best players in 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 the game. And there's there's no there's no doubt on that. You know you can. Have you idiots doing what they did in New York or whatever? The way he shut them up with that three-run shot in, in the last game oh, that was, it was, was, it was, was awesome. that's I definitely that. the moment of the season for me so far. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that he's the leader. He might not be the most vocal guy always, but he's he's this, the sort of heart of this team, the heartbeat of this team. And yeah, so he's uh, he's definitely along with Jordan, uh, my my sort of honourable mentions for um, position player of the week. What, who who you got for pitcher of the week? Pitch of the week, I'm going to go with Zach. And mm-hmm. the, one, yep. well, the reason why I'm going with Zach is because of what happened on Sunday and what happened on Friday. Mm. I'm going with the performance he had and the bounce back. I, we, we know there's a lot of other players that, that have been pitching very well. Braves coming out of the bullpen has been pitching well. I don't think anybody's even got a run off him in the week. Yeah. Um, you know, but when it comes to like, when I would say, you know, and Javier, you know, he'll he'll get he'll get it worked out. Lance is pitching very well. I do, you know, but I'm going based on what happened with those four innings, and then coming back with a seven inning. Let's do this. Let's take it. He's he's my pick of the week. I think if yeah, I I, I totally agree. I think what he did to come back was was superb, and it hopefully will set him in good stead for the next the next start when he, when his turn in the rotation comes up. I think I would go with Lance McCullers just on the basis of the fact that he. He was stellar in that performance against the Angels. I think I, I, I would probably personally just go for that. But I think it's you know it's a, it's a toss up. It depends what you like really. I mean, you've either got someone who's in form and dealing, or you've got someone who's shown they can come back from a, a bit of adversity. And I, I, I do love a bit of that. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely cool with that that Grinky pick um, for sure. Uh, so yeah, so we've got players of the week there: uh, Kyle Tucker and Zach Grinky. Um, what have we got next? Let's go with Feral Foul. Um, I think you had a question ready for this, which uh, people should hopefully enjoy. Far away. Yes, let me get that. 
Okay, so with the addition of Kent Emanuel to go along with Lance McCullers and Ryan Stanek, the assholes are starting to look like an awesome 80s rock band. Fair or foul? I think that's fair. Yeah, they got the look. They got that flow going with the hair. I mean, maybe maybe that's why Joe Smith struggled this season, at the start of the season because he had those he had those locks going in spring training, but he cut them off. So um, yeah, I think uh, they are they are looking very much like they're about to 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 drop some pretty cool album soon, which uh, <laughs> everyone's going to enjoy. I, I definitely <laughs> I definitely think that's fair. Would, would you agree with that? Agreed. Fair. You know, like I think I told a friend of mine, I'm like one more person, and we got you know. 80s Metallica right there. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> you know, we don't, we, who's going to play James and who's going to play Kirk? You know, we don't know who's <laughs> going to play Lars. You know, like, like it's, I love it. I love the look. I know a lot of um, uh, other fans that are friends of mine that know they're just like, I, they go for the traditional look, you know, the, the hair that can fit inside the hat. <laughs> Not me. I like it. You know, and it, and it goes with a little jealousy. I wish I had that hair. I would rock that hair all day. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. With that. I've I've never had hair like that. Uh, I've always had it very short, and um, yeah, I, I I can't relate. But um, yeah, I think I do. I I do think I actually prefer Lance McCullers without that look. I thought he looked better with short hair, but he he does. You know, he does rock it. So it's uh, it, it's 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 a cool. It's a very cool look, and um, yeah, we're certainly going to see that today when he when he's on the mound. Um, next fair or foul, I'm going to go with one for Carlos Correa, and as. Astros fans will, of course, have noted recently he's dropped the whole high stockings look. And I just can't get over it. He looks so odd out there with just, just the normal uniform with the, with the trousers. I'm like, wow, this, is, this, is, this looks like a different guy. I'm, I'm, is that fair or foul that he, I'm going to say Carlos Correa looks wrong without the high stockings? Fair or foul? Fair. I yeah. prefer, you know, you know why? Because I'm used to seeing Altuve with the high, which he mm. always has, no matter yeah. what. And then his, his mate right next to him. Yeah. With the high stockings. And I love it. And I've always loved it. And there's even a, there's even a bobblehead uh, pair that I own that has Cardinals on one side and, and it has Altuve on the other side and they both rock in the high stockings. So I'm just so used to it that I'm not sure if the change was, you know, um, superstition made mm. or just like looking for a new look. You know, I know Bre- Alex Bregman does it a lot. He'll wear high stockings. He won't. He'll wear... But, you know, I don't really... When I see Alex Bregman, whether high stockings or low stockings, to me, I see Alex Bregman more low stockings. But Carlos yeah. always high stockings all the time. His so, legs just look kind of weird. Like when I, just they look kind of odd. I, 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 I couldn't recognize him yesterday when he went to bed. I was just like, wait, Carlos? <laughs> so like, like, oh, wow. missing. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's like, well, where, where, what's like, going on? But yeah, I'm, I'm glad you agree with that. Uh, I, I'm gonna just I just thought of another one. Fair or foul? Yuli Gurriel receives ten percent. Of uh, votes for the um, for finishing in the top or in the top three of, of, of the MVP voting this season. Do you think that's do you think that's a little? Is that fair or foul? Do you think can he keep it going? I say it's fair and foul because fair he's going to get the percentages because he's he's going to be in the MVP talk. Mm. In the foul portion, I think I think it's going to be more than ten percent. Oh wow! Okay, cool. He's going to he's going to he's going to yeah. be legitimate consideration. Especially how we do is a lot, you know, I know when Mike Trout wins MVP, they're usually at the bottom of the division when we're, when we, especially when mm. we go there and we show him how it's done, he still gets MVP, which I still would say Braddock's Bregman is a 2019 uh, yeah. MVP because we went to the World Series with his numbers. Mm. And he was, he was one of the reasons why Trout, 
great numbers. Um, what were they, second or last in the division? Uh, I, uh, you know, I may be misquoting, you know. Yeah, no, 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 no. Either, either way, the Angels not getting, yeah, they're not getting much out of him, yeah. And so I'm thinking, you know, your success and the team's success should be MVP. And with the way Yuli's playing and with the way the team is going to go, because I know it's only going to get better from here, I know he is going to be like, if you want to put like five players in it and you do what you do, you know, pull, uh, you know, at the end of the season, mm. he's going to be like in the top three. I could, I could say it right now as it's May 16th, you know, he's going to be in the top three. I could tell you that. Cool, right cool. He's playing so well. He's playing lights out. The question, of course, is going to be, can he, do, can he, be, can he stay healthy and do it consistently? Yeah. You know, obviously it's much more that we can decide later on in the season when it's like October, mm. September, you know, and then the season's gone. But right now, I mean, he's got to be in the top three. Yeah, I, I I love to hear that, and I totally agree. I think, barring something terrible, which Touchwood again, hopefully doesn't happen. Yeah, if if he stays healthy, then um, he looks like he's locked in. Whatever whatever he's done to change, I know he dropped some some weight uh, in between seasons, and uh, he's obviously worked out his, his approach at the plate. He's walking more than he's ever walked before. Yeah, I, I I'll go for that. I, I'll say fair as well. Um, I I think. We might need to bring that to a close. We've run on quite some time. But uh, Mario, just wanted to thank you for being with me on this today. It's been a, a joy recording. I hope you've enjoyed it as well. Oh, definitely. Thanks for, thanks for you guys having me. And uh, I'm glad that I was able to come on. And I love it. You know, it's yeah, awesome. Me too. Uh, so, yeah, if you're listening to this, remember, if it's Sunday, it's time for Sunday Strohs. Keep it here. And uh, we'll see you very soon. Thanks very much. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Be sure to subscribe to be alerted when there's a new episode. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.